Tanya for Hei Tishrei is the continuation of the 20th letter in Geras HaKodesh. And yesterday's Shir, the Altarebbe, explained to us the difference between Yeshmain and Elav Olul, or at least began to explain the difference by explaining first what Elav Olul means. Elav Olul means where the effect is fully bottled to the cause, in the sense that it's only expressing the cause. When you have sunlight emerging from the sun, you don't say that the sunlight has its own independence. It's merely a reflection that there's a sun. Versus Yeshmain, as Altarebbe goes on to explain in today's Tanya, is a concept of creation. And the concept of creation is that although the truth is, is that that which is created, which we define as having its own identity, it's a yesh. A yesh means it takes on its own space, it thinks of itself as existing independently. So even though a yesh is really not in existence, in other words, in truth is it's bottled to its mocker, as al already explained in Shaykh Ba'amuna, that really everything is bottled to the source that is giving highest to it, and therefore the highest of, of the neshama or the highest of the whole creation as a whole comes from the, from the ten svidus and from the ten svidus it has within the data itself and therefore it should really be the same as il of all in that regard. In other words, at the end of the day, what is the difference between creation and, and the svidus? In both of them really, they're just a matter of, of expressing the source. In other words, just like the svidus express the eight itself, Likewise, the Nivra is just merely an expression of Elikos in a certain way. It's an expression of the Ten Svidus of the Eden Self in a certain way, in a very physical way perhaps, but it's still just an expression of Eden Self. And if that's the case, it should have the same bitl, it should have the same non-significant mitzias as, as it is regarding the way, the way we perceive it. And on that, al answers, you're right. That when we say that it's not significant, it's kula choshiv kamei. In relation to God, from God's perspective, the physical world is not really any independent mitzis. It's not a yesh. In other words, the way we look at it is that we're the yesh and our source is ein. We don't know the source. We don't understand the source. We don't relate to the source. So therefore for us, where we come from, it's ein. We don't know what it is. In other words, we think we really exist. It's like a child trying to understand that they come from their parents. However much you understand it, you can't relate to it. You can't relate to the fact that your existence, you came from your, your parents, that you were once a zygote, that you stem from the DNA of your parents. It's not something, you may know about it, it's not something you relate to. It's not something you could really attach yourself to. It's like a separate entity from you. So in that regard, we relate to ourselves as a yesh. Although, in truth, we're not a yesh, because from God's perspective, we're the ayin, we're kalei we don't really exist, because we're just merely an expression of his ayin self. We're the expression of the real yesh, of God. Just like the Svidas are an expression of Elikos, of Eden Sof, so to Nevroim are an expression. In that regard, from the Abish's perspective, Svidas and Nevroim are all the same. But in our perspective, Svidas are Ayin, Svidas are infinite, or at least Ayin in the sense we don't relate to it, we can't recognize it. We know that we stem from there, we know we come from the Svidas of Elikos, but Elikos to us is Ayin, and our existence is a true existence. Our existence is a true def- identity, definition, something separate, something independent. But that's only in our own imagination almost, even though Chassidus explains it's not just an imagination, it's real, but from our perspective it seems to be true, but even, even though in reality it's not. So in which way, therefore, are we differentiating now between Yesh Ma'ayin and Ilavalul, even though, again, technically, Yesh Ma'ayin and Ilavalul should really be the same. If Ilavalul is because the cause is always bottled, I'm sorry, the effect is always bottled to the cause, meaning it doesn't have really an identity of itself, it's only an expression of its source, and that's why it's Ilavalul. So too, all creation is only expression of, of its source, of the Abishir, and it's therefore completely bottled. So in which way are we differentiating between the two? 
It's from our perspective. In other words, the way we see it, the way we look at the reality, the way we see ourselves, we think of ourselves as existing. And there's two fundamental points of where we, we identify ourselves as existing. Number one, we don't relate to the Kayach that's giving us existence. The Eidin Tzav, or the Svidis, the Alakus that's giving us existence, we don't relate to. And number two, there is absolutely the flow of energy that's coming into what is Bechal has no relationship to us. So first of all, we don't understand it, we don't sense it, we're not conscious of it. And number two, it's totally different. It's a whole different idea than, than us. In other words, our neshama we sort of relate to, we know that it exists, we sort of sense it, there's parts of us that are in tune with deeper selves, which is our neshama, and so on. But the Eid and Self, or the Svidas that give us life, or gives highest to the Neshama, is something which is not felt consciously, number one. It's not something we experience. And number two, it's a whole different type of Metzias. It's, it's totally antithetical to our existence. It's a Metzias that's so different. So in that regard, we therefore think we're a Yesh. In other words, why do we think we exist? We really come from our Father. We're just our parents' DNA. Because number one, we're not conscious of that. We don't feel ourselves being a part of our parents in that sense. And number two, that the DNA, the mahos of the DNA is not us. We don't identify the DNA as being us. We don't see them as being one and the same. So number one, it's the subjective fact that we don't experience it consciously. And also from the fact that objectively, it's also not really part of the, our mitzvahs. It's a different mitzvah. Those two factors make it that we feel ourselves as yesh. And in this regard, yesh mine is different from ilavalu. In truth, from God's perspective, there's no such a thing as yesh mine. In other words, everything is really just an expression of elikos. What's the difference? In our perspective, we think we have a yesh because we don't, number one, are not conscious of the source and the, our source of existence, of creation, is something which we don't, we, is far different, a different type of mitzvah. Versus by ilu olu, it's just the opposite. The effect is conscious of its cause. The effect is conscious of its cause. It's aware of its cause. It knows about its cause and it's conscious of it. And also in its mahus, in its essence, they're really... It's made up of the same material, so to speak. There's not such a great difference between the cause and the effect. And therefore, for those two reasons, you have the distinction between Yeshmain and Ilavalu. So, in the purpose of how it exists, Ilavalu and Yeshmain technically could be the same. They're both an expression. But in the way we perceive ourselves, and the fact that we perceive ourselves existing, that very idea that we could perceive ourselves different, we could think that we do exist independent of our source, or the fact that we don't are not conscious of our source, and, and our source is totally a different mitzvah than us, in that regard is Yeshmain different than Ilavalu. That Ilavalu is something that has within it a conscious awareness of its source, and it, and, it, and it feels its source, and it also was part of the same like essence of its source, and therefore it's only an expression, and therefore doesn't allow itself to give any expression of itself. It doesn't think that it exists, it doesn't feel it's any mitzvah, it doesn't give itself any, uh, any identity. Mashenkin in Yeshmain, that's exactly the point of Yeshmain. Yeshmain is that idea that it senses that it has its own mitzvah, and in that regard, where it's not kameh, in the perspective, in our perspective, we, see, we know that we come from the Svidas, we know we come from that, what we call the Ayin Ayin, but we don't sense it, we don't relate to it. And that's the distinction between Yeshmain and, and Elevalu. So the Altrebbe continues in today's Tani to explain, Yeshmain, what's Yeshmain? is Nikre Bri In Hebrew, as the Naban says on the Pasuk B'Reish's Bara, that there's no other word in Lashna Kodesh to explain creation versus, uh, only, only Yeshmain could really explain it. Which means, Even though the truth is regarding the existence of a Nivra, it's really... There's no such a thing as an existence of a nivra. In truth, we don't exist. There's no such a thing as an mitzvah of a nivra. 
The Aina, and the reason for that is because of the source that it's giving it its existence. What gives the Nivraim existence is from the source that flows within it, which comes from the Svidas of the four worlds. And within that is the Kav of Deir and Zav, who Kaziv Hashem, as Hashem has mentioned earlier, is like the sunlight coming from the sun, meaning that they're all really an expression of just the sun. So why are we differentiating between Yeshma and Ilvavu? So there Altra answers Hainu Kameitafka. True, in the perspective in front of God. Shihi does use Barakmalamat from God's perspective, the Dasalyun from there, Taka, we don't exist. There's no real Mitsis to us, we're merely an expression of the Abishir. Avalbidiushimatalamat, but from our Yidiya Das Tahtin, Hayesha Nivru Dovin Nifalogamri Bidivasagazushimata. In our consciousness, in our sense, we sense ourselves different and separated from that which creates us, that which brings us into existence. And the reason is on two levels. Because number one, we don't are not conscious. We don't sense or feel that source of our existence. And number two, there's no relationship in our way of who, how we identify our mitzis to the mitzis of the lakus. Metzis of Nevroim to the Metzis of Lakus are two different mitzis. They're not the same mitzis. And since they clash in their mitzis, we don't relate to it. Versus a shah. When it comes to Yilva Olu, Sha'ol Yedeo Mazen, number one, the Olu, the effect knows of its source. The very knowledge of its source and its recognition of its source and its knowledge and its consciousness of its source, it makes it bottled to its source. That itself creates the bittle. When you sense where you come from, you come bottled to that which you, you if you knew you come from your parents and you, we felt it consciously, we wouldn't have a mitzis for ourselves. The Gambam, Husamatz Musamin, Hefresh Kal Kokach, and also in their very essence, what they're made up of, there's not such a great difference. It actually says, only one is the cause and one is the effect. And it's not at all, at all comparable to the mahus or the essence of the yesh, which feels itself as existing compared to the highest that comes from the yayim. And that's why it's called yesh ma'ayim. Because in the sense of ayin, in other words, from the perspective of us, we don't understand it. It's, we don't we don't recognize the source of where it comes from, and that's why it's called ayin. Why is why do we have a yesh? Because we have ayin. In other words, the only way that we could express exp- the only way we could think of ourselves as a yesh as an identity is only because we see our source as being ayin. So, with this, Atreb explains talking the differentiation between yesh ma'ayin and ilavolu.